uh, because we don't spend the time being proactive about our marketing. We don't create that holistic plan, that big picture plan of the whole point, what really matters and what can get left behind if things get busy. Thank you for being a devoted listener of this podcast, Beyond Clean with Ace, dedicated to healthy, positive, and proactive content to support individuals primarily in the cleaning industry. Are you a facilities manager, a frontline staff member, or a building services contractor and are looking for knowledge that will help you advance both personally and professionally? Beyond Clean with Ace is now in season seven and speakers have consistently brought us messages which parallel our key focus of providing proactive knowledge. Many times the conversations here go beyond cleaning toilets, windows, and floors and helping individuals on a personal level. Subscribe and share with others so that everyone's life can be enhanced in healthy, positive, and proactive ways. And now, let's join Dave Thompson, Director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence and your host here at Beyond Clean with Ace. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave Thompson. I am your host here at, well, um, this time right here, Beyond Clean with Ace, where the cleaning industry talks. As you can see, it is December here in Florida. And no, I don't have the holiday shirt on, but in Florida, this is a holiday shirt. I mean, folks, come on. It, it, I, I left that snow thing a long time ago. I don't have no snow down here. However, I got a feeling that who I'm going to talk with today probably has some snow already or is expecting some since it's December. Hey, if you're with us on Mondays, you know that I talk to people all over the country well, it's that dividing line. We talk about it every time. She's back again. Uh, Nikki, do you have snow yet? No, not yet. We had snow a few weeks ago, though. It melted, and now it's just cold, no snow. But I am I can guarantee you it is coming and coming with force. Well, Nikki Anderson is back with us. You can see if you're watching the video, it's hello, Nikki. Um, uh, you know, hey, we always talk with Mickey now. Uh, she came on the show, had a good podcast with us, and we roped her into a monthly deal. You know, because, hey, if you're a business owner in the cleaning industry, or if you, you know, hey, even if you're in an in-house operator in the cleaning industry, you have to market what you do, folks. Now, something I always say in all my classes, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. We all know that. We've heard that. But I add a little bit more to it, and I think Mickey's going to like this one. And if it's worth doing right, it's worth marketing. I like that. I like that a lot. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, Mickey, why are you here? What? I mean, I saw this on your website, and I thought, you know, this is so much the way I feel sometimes these days. It's December. I mean, everybody's hitting you with everything and we're talking more marketing. Yeah, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges business owners face in general, regardless of industry, is marketing feels very reactive. It's very fast paced and overwhelming. There's lots of moving parts. And to be honest, it doesn't have to be that way. I think a lot of times it's, it's self-imposed uh, because we don't spend the time 
being proactive about our marketing. We don't create that holistic plan, that big picture plan of the whole point, what really matters and what can get left behind if things get busy. And leading into the holidays, if you don't know what your priorities are in relation to your marketing, you are going to be that person with the sticky notes everywhere, feeling super overwhelmed, like you have to dig in and hustle when you could have created a plan that kind of reduces the workload and, and the marketing does the work for you while you're hopefully on a beach somewhere beautiful like Florida. Uh, well, I'm not going to be on the beach, but I mean, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm only 90 minutes from the beach either way you go here, so. There you go. <laughs> I'll be on a beach. Okay, now wait a hold it, wait, hold phone folks, because I think Nikki's not really telling you all the story because it's December. Nikki, it ain't a beach that's in December for you. Oh man, I have two big trips. I have one I leave this week. I'm going to Las Vegas for the rodeo. Cannot wait. Not quite beach, but uh, but it'll be warm enough for me. And then followed by a trip to the Bahamas where I will absolutely be on a beach. Now, see, I knew she'd work the beach in there, folks. Yeah. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mickey, in January, when you come back on the show, you know you're going to have to wear something that shows me that beach vibe from a little tan or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a shirt as amazing as yours, but I might acquire one while I'm down south. <laughs> ah, there we go. Now, folks, you didn't come on to listen to us talk about our shirts. <laughs> Nikki, you know what? The, the marketing is something that everybody struggles in. You know, I'm so glad that the, the what, what, what was it, the primaries or all of that political stuff is over because I was... I mean, you couldn't turn on the TV. You couldn't listen to the radio. It was all of that. Now it's Christmas that's been already two months. I'm tired of Christmas before it gets here. Um, and then we want to market what we're doing. Aren't we just overrun with marketing? You know, we are. There, it, we're inundated with more marketing messages in a day than ever before. Right? Some statistics show we see up to 3,500 pieces of marketing in a day. It's it's crazy. And I think it also is enlightening for a lot of people, including myself in the marketing industry. Uh, one of the big challenges is we try and join in the noise, right? With the uh, politics and the world events and all of the advertising and all of the, the social media stuff going on, we try and join in as opposed to setting ourselves up to stand out and cut through the noise. Now, one of the, the things that I always recommend business owners do is before they jump into social media, jump into the flashy advertising and places where they're trying to build awareness, is make sure that if someone is searching for you or your particular specialty, they can find you and find what they need to know that you're the authority. And if you start there, you're going to be set up for success. Because as much as, yeah, you want to be in the eyes of the people, if they come to find you and see if you're credible and there's nothing there that shows that you're credible, that you are the person they're looking for, they're going to go find someone else. So we have to prioritize our marketing. We have to understand what are the questions our customers are asking? What are the things they want to know about that make me credible? How do I stand out? I need to position those things in a place that's easy to find and understand. You know... Folks, I, and I only use myself here on the show, Mickey, because, uh, and just as an example, I'm not trying to say I'm doing everything right, because God knows, I'm, folks, i got to tell you, I, I swore I wouldn't say this, but I, I, I have to anyway, but, you know, hey, I officially became an old person this week. 
I got my Medicare card in the mail. So folks, yes, I have achieved one of those goals in life. And, you know, I think this is the thing is we're never too old to learn. And people like yourself give us information. It's like, you know what? I was thinking about that, but I hadn't put it formally together. I think that was some of what you've been talking about in our other podcast is I need to have a plan of action before I start. But then some people are so long in building that plan, they never start. Yeah. Failure to launch is one of the big challenges of entrepreneurship. We have so many ideas and there are so many opportunities and things out there. We call it shiny object syndrome. You can be distracted so quickly and easily. But the thing that sets you know, most business owners apart from the successful business owners who thrive, who grow, who stay long-term is action. It's actually doing and finishing the thing. And so as much as it's great to build ideas and have lots of cool things in your mind, you got to bank those and make sure that you're finishing whatever we start. Ryan Dice, who, who's one of the, the big gurus in marketing, has a great saying, and he says, don't build half-built bridges. You want to take your customers from here to there. And you start an idea, you start marketing, but you only get halfway and then you start another one. You've got yourself a whole bunch of half-built bridges that don't take anyone anywhere. So finish that first bridge. So... I have been listening to you, Mickey, and I just want to show everybody that I'm just not talking about it. I actually have been doing it because today we are actually launching our first live show this afternoon at 2.30. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday morning, but this afternoon and it's Cleaning with the Academy, a weekly coaching and cleaning hacks. Now, listening to you, Mickey, what I did is I spent a whole bunch of time in recording one minute hacks for people in the cleaning industry. Built all of those, and I, you, you'll be so proud of me. I actually have those already loaded on YouTube, scheduled and ready to go. That's what you told me last month, right? I feel like a proud mom. <laughs> Way to go, that's oh, it. God, I feel good. That's it, that's it, it's, it's, you know, finishing that project, getting it scheduled and ready to go and, and putting it out there, that is always going to take priority over coming up with the new ideas. Right? Finish the thing. I love it. I'm so pumped. That's amazing. Way to go. Big high fives from over now, here. Now, I've got to tell you, you know, somebody said, you mean you're going to do this live on the air? I don't know what people are going to ask, but why not? I mean, what have I got to lose, right? But I do have a plan because, you know, this week, I'm going to Raymond James Stadium. We're going to be doing some floor care. And I have a whole day scheduled to do what? Take one minute cleaning hacks for that next second, that next bridge you just talked about. That's it. Yeah. You know, we let the fear get to us a lot in life and in entrepreneurship. It, there are a lot of risks. But I think one of the things we need to kind of check ourselves with is, is the risk versus reward. Right. Yeah, there are risks. Yeah, you might not have an answer. Yeah, someone might come up with a question that stumps you and you feel a little bit insecure or vulnerable about. But we typically are drawn to people who are real. Right. We are drawn to people who show their real selves, who are authentic, who are vulnerable. And so you're probably going to build some strong relationships by putting yourself out there, being a real human and connecting with people. And the reward compared to the risk of feeling silly, you're not having an answer is so significant. Right. And so you kind of have to look at the worst case, best case scenario and realize that it's probably never going to be worst case. But the chances of it being closer to best case are very, 
high. And best case is you build strong relationships, you network, you get some new clients, you put your name out there, right? The, they're huge. So we have to just start taking action before the fear holds us back. And I think that's it. You know, um, yeah, when you put yourself out there live on the air and, uh, you know, we're opening it up so that anybody can ask a question at any time, I am sure there's going to be somebody who's going to stump me. And I, you know what, I kind of looking forward to that. I'd like to find out what it is. You know, hey, I've been doing this 50 years. Come on and stump me, folks. That's it. How else are we going to learn? Yeah. And and so I think before we get on the air, folks, we were actually talking about the next thing that's coming up. And I'm not going to tell you what that is. I just got to tell you, in 23, get ready. Because, you know, I have people that know me know that I'm always trying to do something that other people in my industry aren't doing. But I think that's what helps us as entrepreneurs stay focused on advance and being proactive, which is one of the words you use and one I like to. Yeah, you know, I think if, if we if we sit on our haunches and believe that our customers aren't evolving and changing and learning and growing, we're being pretty silly. Um, we're we're not allowing ourselves to grow with our customers, grow with their needs, and and that's the whole point. Right is is to be able to evolve and better serve our communities and our customers. And the only way we do that is by pushing beyond our comfort zone and learning new things, putting ourselves into new experiences. And that most of the time happens live in action. Now, Mickey, you've got a website that's got all kinds of stuff. And now I showed the, the folks online. Let's show them some of your putting your stuff into action is too. You got um, it. This is... I mean, you know, hey, folks, have you ever thought you needed to do marketing? Take a look at this one. Now, if you're listening, unfortunately, folks, you can't see it. So you've got to go to the YouTube channel. Look this up over on YouTube because we're now doing this both in audio and video. So, hey, folks, you get both sides of this. So if, if you're listening, go over to our YouTube channel. You can pick this up. Mickey, 80% of your results. You got it. You know, in life in general, it's called the Pareto Principle. Uh, many of you may already be aware of it. But in, in life in general, there's this rule. It's the 80-20 rule is what a lot of people know it by. And it's 80% of your results typically come from 20% of your efforts in general across the board. And marketing is no different. You will notice that certain things you do in your marketing work really well. And a lot of the other stuff just doesn't do much. But the only way you're going to know that is if you track if you're tracking your marketing, if you're looking on a weekly basis and seeing what's working and what's not. So you have to be tracking in order to be able to leverage this part. But I think one of the things we assume as entrepreneurs, especially like small business owners, is we have to do everything. But no, that's not the case. You have to do a few things and you have to do them exceptionally well. And one of my favorite things is helping people identify what those things are so they can let go of the rest, ditch that pressure, pressure, ditch that workload, and really start to connect with their customers in a better way. And then if we come down... If you're you're listening, what you need to do is go to hellomickeyanderson.com. That's where you'll see what we're looking at. But if you're watching... Hey, you get to see it right now live. Nikki, I got it. This is so much fun to be able to show people what we're talking about. I like like this. It's fun. Yeah. And and I think, you know, your website is a great opportunity. A lot of people think our website is all about us. It's where our about page lives. It's our origin story. It's, you know, it's all of our credentials. It's a resume, but it's not. Most of the time your website needs to be 
if not all, fully focused on your customer. And so I'll use my website as an example. Um, there's not much about me, right? I talk about how I provide consulting, but every single section is about my ideal customer and the challenges they have. That's it. The transformation they're going to go through. Oh yeah, by the way, my wife uh, likes this part of your website really well. She says, yeah, she gave you a thumbs up, just wouldn't let you know that. <laughs> Most of my clients also enjoy a nice glass, potentially of red, so I thought that was a nice touch, but it's, it's right, it's all about just connecting and most no, no, of my no, clients no, have no, a great no, sense of humor. And so my stop there, stop there because hey, th this one, you know, I'm a banana lover, but I have to have banana just barely turned from green. Folks, you didn't know we were going to talk about bananas on the podcast, did you? Uh, but I, 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 you know, the thing is, is what you're doing here is you're using things that make this real. My wife saw that, I saw the banana, we talked about it, we had a conversation about your website because of wine and banana. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really a, a relationship building piece of, of this big puzzle of marketing. And so for me, as I'm walking through, I'm legitimately asking, like, this is a question that I get. So, hey, Mickey, how do you scale your business without hustling if more marketing isn't the answer? And so I'm walking through my process now. And it's still, it's it's the customer's experience. I don't use like me or I in any of these statements. And the other thing I want you to notice about my website in particular that I think is a good example is, is it's very skimmable. I am a conversion copywriter. Writing is my my thing. But you'll notice that they're all very short and easy to skim sentences because right now the homepage of your website is really just an introduction. It's catching their eye, getting their attention, getting them interested in learning more. It's not where you divulge every piece of your puzzle or your resume or all of these things. It's really simple and it needs to be skimmable and digestible. If you're complicating things or making it hard to read, you've lost your consumer already. We measure website performance in hundreds of seconds. And so this is something that we need to consider with the website. Okay, so, so folks, don't go to my website and start uh, looking at it because I, I said, yeah, I'm trying to follow Mickey's advice, but this is one of my areas. And I, hey, I got to tell you, as an old person, officially, folks, uh, I'm in that, I'm still in that era uh, in my mind where I don't want a little piece. I want you to tell me everything. But I hear what you're saying, and I'm, I'm trying to get there. And I think this is the, the thing you keep talking about all the time. You're not going to get there right away. It's recognizing it and then working through. Yeah, absolutely. We have to understand, you know, the point in the customer journey where someone is showing up to your website. And yeah, you want to have all that information available to give them when they're ready and need it. But typically when they first land on your website, that's not the moment. They want to know, are you like a good person? Do we relate? Are you going to be able to solve my problem? Like you're, we're, we're aligned. And then, okay, once I know that, now I'm going to dig in and learn more. Now I want to understand all of the components and see the pieces and that sort of thing. But the homepage is really just a, a brief overview. The other thing I want to note is, is this section right here. This is really the only like about me section on my website. And even though I use the words I and it is about me, it's all framed through the eyes of my customer. So I am, the whole point of this is to relate to my customer. All right, so here's who I am and how it matters, why it matters to you and what I can do for you. That's that's it. It's not about me. It's about how I can serve my customers with my experience and who I am. 
And same with the street cred. I'm going to just list the things that are most important to my customer. And that's it. Make it easy to see that I'm a legitimate professional, right? A few testimonials, good to go. But that's it. Really simple, really easy, not a ton of copywriting. And then you can go into your services where people can learn more. For me, most of my clients, they want to talk to me and figure out if we're going to be on the right page. So instead of posting tons of stuff on my website, I know that the best place to do that is on a call. So I make it really easy for people to book. But your clients may prefer having specific landing pages or website pages that has more detail. You got to know your customer and what they want and need. You know, folks, this is this is the information. Now, Mickey, I'm going to throw something at you. Yeah. Okay, so here's something that we've been watching. And we've been noticing that, you know, as you look at this, this is our YouTube channel, folks. And listening to Mickey, you know, we've been talking about short bites of information. And what we did here, and we talked about this, so I want to show everybody this time. <clears throat> is that when we first go to the YouTube channel, which is where we get a lot of traffic because of our hundreds of videos out there, is that we put the shorts first because that's where people are looking. And, you know, I still, I'm, I'm making, I gotta tell you, 1.7 million views on this one here, um, and it was only 12 seconds. That's it. That's it. See, you're 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 proving us right right here, right? That's it. People are gonna start at the level of awareness, right? So they're just learning who you are, what you do. So yeah, this is a great way for people to understand what it is you do. And then they can dig into those deeper, longer videos and kind of go down the rabbit hole if they want to. But you gotta catch their attention, make them curious, and then move them to the next step. And that's exactly what you did here. I love Absolutely. That. This is what we did here. So we put the videos below that. Now, folks, if you've listened to us before here, we started a new show this year, uh, Talking Clean in the Dirty World. Well, you know, they're about an hour long. We put up the hour long versions, but then that wasn't getting much. So what do we do now? We're doing the pieces of them. We have more views on this one that I just put out last week that was 15 minutes than we did of the all of the other ones put together. And yeah. so, it's so true. You know, um, oh, sorry, I think that's my daughter's school. <laughs> um, one of the things we noticed with those longer videos with the um, educational stuff where people have to be present and listening and engaging to really gain the value of it, the longer it is, just like think of a, a university class, the less attention span you have. Right, It's very difficult to stay engaged over a really long period of time. So if you're doing dense educational knowledge-based videos, shorter videos are better. Get their attention, give them the value, make it nice and short and sweet. You'll notice that the longer hour-long videos that get the most views can be played in the background where you don't have to be paying attention to really enjoy them. Right? There are the videos, my husband has one that he loves to watch. It's um, a watch making. So it's a person who takes apart watches and puts them back together. And the music is soothing and the man's voice is really nice and he's just walking you through the process and you don't really have to be paying attention to enjoy the video and so he'll play it in the background and those videos work well but if you want the person to be engaged and learning match their attention span keep it nice and short so mickey um speaking of doing that i guess that's most of our time for today however um let's talk about marketing for 2023. Is it going to be different than what we've been doing or what are we looking for? Maybe kind of give us a sneak peek, if you will. 
You know, I think 2022 has been a really cool year for social media and for short form video. Um, it has taken over the world essentially, right? The TikTok and the Instagram reels and every and YouTube shorts, they're all trying to to push the needle. But I, I really do believe and my prediction for 2023 is email marketing is going to come back and swoop in and become the moneymaker for businesses. It always has been, but it's been a little bit forgotten in the past year because of these new social platforms and trying to keep up with the trends. And so my recommendation going into 2023 is, yeah, you've done all this work on social media. Don't give that away. But at the same time, if you haven't been using and leveraging and growing a list, that is what you need to be focusing on in 2023. We want personal and direct messages. We're over the noise. People scroll now just for entertainment. If I'm going to buy something and engage with a brand, I want to know that I matter right? The, this new generation really cares about purpose and about vision and about values. And the best way to really communicate that is through email. You know, I was just thinking about this the other day, Mickey, I, I, you know, the email time and back to the time and effort and the payback, all the time and effort I put into emails this year. And you know what? I, I got to say that's as close to a, zoo, a, a, a goose egg as I could probably get. And I was actually talk, thinking about, you know what? I'm just going to forget emails for this next year. Now you just threw a whole new loop at me. Well, I, I think it's a good learning experience, right? Just because the emails you've been doing haven't been working doesn't mean that email itself is wrong. It just means the way you're doing it isn't relating or working with your consumer. So just like you have made those changes with your videos and your social platforms, we need to do the same with email. What do your customers actually want from email, need from email, and how can you do that better? And learn with every email you send. Folks, January 2023, we're going to learn with Mickey about emails. I got it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Email's well, a long-term customer relationship building game, right? It, it absolutely is. You stay connected and in the front of mind of customers when you're in their inbox. That's a sacred space. We're also going to learn about a rodeo and beach, too. <laughs> Probably more about the rodeo. The beach, I'll be napping a lot. <laughs> Ah, she says beach with her husband. She's not going to be sharing much of that with us. <laughs> My four-year-old daughter is coming, so there'll be a lot of water park and slides. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate that, Vicki. Uh, you know, it's great to have you on board. Uh, we're looking forward to a great year next year, marketing stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Um, if you have something that you want to ask, Hey, it's hello at Mickey, I'm sorry, hello, hello at heymickeyanderson.com. That's where you can reach her on uh, email since she brought that up. Uh, I'm sure you can go to the website and find out all of that stuff. You know what? We never did tell anybody where you were at. <laughs> you were up there with the snow was. I'm in Ottawa, way up north in Ontario, Canada. Now you understand a little bit more about why we started the podcast that way, folks. Now, uh, I also want to get in here. Uh, we have a sponsor, and I'm going to throw that up here right now. Jim Supply, that's G-E-M-Supply.net. And as you can see, one of the things that I learned from some marketing people and from Mickey was to make it more real. So, folks, if you notice this, we spent uh, several months taking video of the gym supply showrooms and stuff. 
And instead of using stock stuff, we actually use stuff that's real to the customers that are actually going to Gym Supply. So, you know, it was kind of interesting having a sponsor like Gym Supply gave me the chance to do a little bit of experimenting uh, and using some of the advice that I get from people on the podcast. That's why we have them, folks. Anyway, go to gymsupply.net, not .com. You can find the information there uh, all about that. Also, if you're trying to find out where we are here, we are at Beyond Clean with Ace, where the cleaning industry talks. Folks, we are in episode, or season seven. Yes, that's right. Seven years ago this week, we started doing these. I can't believe it's been that long, Mickey, but here we are. Beyond Clean with Ace, we're glad to have Mickey Anderson along with us for the ride for this next year. It's a pleasure. I'd say stay warm, but I got a feeling you got that one covered. Yeah, we, we know how to prepare for the winter up here. <laughs> yeah, leave the Canada and go to where it's warm. That's what Mickey's going to do, at least for the next month. Yeah. <laughs> well, enjoy the trip this week. Stay safe and uh, look forward to talking with you after the holiday. Thank you so much.